Hello, hello. Welcome back to PS We Have No Plan. I'm Peyton Smith calling in from LA, and I do not have my wonderful, amazing co-host with me today, Emily McManus, who typically calls in from Nashville. We are doing two solo pod episodes the next couple of weeks because of scheduling. So new format, new vibe, <laughs> new new listening, new audio. Um, get excited. P.S. We Have No Plan is a podcast where we talk about everything from pop culture to relationships to mental health. We just try to normalize the ups and downs that come with being a young person in life. I think there's a lot of pressure to have it all figured out and to do do it right. So this podcast showcases that there is no one path that fits all. And we talk about the challenges that come with being a young person. It's fun. It's fun to work through it. This episode in particular, I'm going to be talking about self-evolution and grieving your past self or your previous self. I think this has come up a lot for me recently. Um, I feel like the last year was the most life-changing year I've ever had, which is a bold statement. (laughs) And I can't pinpoint one exact reason why. It has just been a very big year for me. Um, I moved to LA right after I got married, my husband started residency and I started on a new team at work and I started a whole new life in LA. And I think of course that comes, you know, that's a change and that's going to help you change and evolve and grow as well. But it sort of went unexpectedly for me beforehand, before I moved to LA, I was, how old was I? 26, right? 26. So early twenties, right? We're a time of hanging out in big groups and having plans every other weekend. And I was living a very traditional corporate life. And I was surrounded by people who were also living a very traditional corporate life in San Francisco. After we had graduated, a lot of my friends were student athletes, similar to me. So I was more or less in the same place with a lot of different people. And it felt like we were this big group. And I think that happens for a lot of us. We graduate and we have these like big groups of friends. And and then there comes a time when you want to be a lone wolf and you want to go out on your own. It's not funny how that happens. Like, at least for me, all I wanted to do was fit in. I moved around a lot as a kid. So I was like, always the new kid until middle school. And I was like, I just want to fit in. I just want to blend. I just want to be one with the group, you know? And now I'm like, I just want to be different. I want to do something wild and different and set my own path. It's just funny how that can happen. Um, so yeah, so beforehand I was in this group mentality. I was living the life that a lot of my friends were living and we all had a shared definition of what was fun and what we enjoyed And that felt good. It felt validating. Then COVID happened. We all were isolated. But again, we are going through it together. And it was this shared experience. Then post-COVID, I feel like those the, the, the next two years were really tough. Like 2021, 2022 were tough years. Um it was readjusting to normal and trying to remember the pieces that you found of yourself during COVID and the value you found from being at home or spending time alone or 
taking care of yourself and your health and prioritizing different things that we all did during COVID and bringing that into our new lives. Some people are just like, let's just go back to normal, right? Let's just go back to the usual. And I think for a lot of us, myself included, it was like, how am I going to going to be intentional um, moving forward? Because life is different now. I've learned new things. So I think that was a, that was boiling in me. Like there was like this challenge of the post years after COVID growing up, I had gotten married, the natural evolution that comes with being a part of a group and then wanting to break off and do your own thing. Right. So all of that was there, but I, I think there was this different thing for me this last year where I was called to spend more time alone. And that sounds wild, right? Like what the hell is she talking about? But I just felt like I needed time alone. I needed time to hermit. And I think we even had an episode on that where we were talking about the value of hermiting in your home. I needed rest and recovery time. I needed to focus on myself without hearing the noise of everyone else. And I needed to see what types of things I turned to when friends weren't around, my husband wasn't around, no one was around. I wanted to see what I valued and what I, yeah, what I turned to and what energized me. And I was very reflective. I kept a journal consistently this whole year. I started with a new therapist and we talked about this a lot and I was mindful about learning who I was and, and taking into all these considerations, like the life stage I was in and all of these life things that were happening. Like I just got married and my husband started residency. So he was gone and busy and, and living his own life. I was like, who am I, you know? And, and I really had that sort of existential crisis where I wanted to define myself for me and that's come at a cost. Um, yeah, I think now I need a lot more alone time than I ever have recharge time. I think certain foods bother me or don't bother me anymore. Like I was really bothered. My system was really bothered by garlic and onions and alliums. And I had esophageal ulcers at one point in college. So, you know, I had to heal my gut and heal my esophagus over the years, but that's healed and changed. And I can incorporate different foods into my system again. And but I had other things that happened. Like I had alcohol, sort of certain alcohols would bother my stomach and certain raw vegetables would hurt my stomach. And I started breaking out on my chin, which I've never had breakouts before. Like just different things were happening physically to me, which was weird. And of course that comes with just like growing up and being in a new environment. But again, it just felt different. It was like something I just, I'm changing. I am growing and changing. My body felt like it needed different activities, like it needed walking yoga Pilates more than it needed HIIT workouts, Barry's boot camp, intensive exercise. And it needed, I need more sleep now than I, than I have before. And I'm more, I'm, I'm more shy. I, I think I'm shyer than I was. I was always sort of shy, but I think I'm like more in my own world a bit, which I like. It's, it's like not even a good or bad thing. I just think these, I'm noticing these changes in me. I'm much more artistic now. I reserve most time in my day to artistic things. Even though I work, I'll take little breaks here and there to do 
write a poem or post on social media, like a, some artistic thing that I'm enjoying, or I'll dive into new series or revisit old series, but with a critical eye. And I'll, like I said, I've been journaling and writing songs and doing things of that sort. So that's become a big part of my life. I've also reconnected with people in ways that I didn't expect. Like I'm reconnecting with certain friends of mine that I lost touch with, and we're actually at a very similar spot in life and like similar things and enjoy similar activities. And that's been a fun thing to notice that I'm I'm meeting new friends or I'm meeting old friends in a new way. And then there's also friends that I've distanced from. And that's challenging for me. I think again, leave it grieving that old self where I needed to have this group mentality and everyone on the same page. And I was always so aware of making sure everyone in the room was happy and how could I fit the role that they needed me to play? I was, I was everyone's someone I was like, how do I suit them? And how do I make sure they're okay and make sure they're happy? And that's changed. And with that, right. Certain friends I connect with and certain friends I don't now. And sometimes that's sad. Sometimes I get sad about that. And I'm like, well, if I were the same version of myself, maybe I would be more connected with this person. Or if I showed up in the way I used to show up, maybe they would like me more. And there are days and nights where I'm lonely and that's something I wish I I could do. But then I always come to the realization, like, no, you changed for a reason and you're more connected and committed to yourself than you ever have been, which have taught you things and don't go back on those things and don't lower your own standards. You've now set for yourself and the new activities and things you enjoy to be, to make someone else comfortable, to be friends for an extended period of time, right? Like that's maybe they're not meant to be a part of your life right now. That's still hard, but that is something I've noticed. And then long-term partnership has been different. I've been with Luke, my husband for 10 years. And the first nine of those, we were so in step. We had evolved in the same way. We had the shared outlook on life and we were very codependent. It was an amazing and probably toxic for some definition. Someone out there will think it's toxic, but I loved being in step with Luke. It was great. What's come with this year with him starting residency and me spending a lot of time alone and connecting with myself and learning myself is that we're not in step. And that's scary to say out loud because It comes with a whole set of judgment and outside perception of what that means, right? And I've tried to talk about that with certain friends and certain friends are comforting and certain friends are like, well, that's weird. That's concerning. Or we'll see us together and be like, oh, you were back to your old selves. Um, And those types of comments just piss me the fuck off now. I'm like, it's hard. You don't understand And that's hard. And you don't understand who I am. And you don't understand the evolution of Luke and I. And that's hard, right? It's just like, it can feel annoying. But Luke and I are not as in step as we once were. And to me, that 
for a period of time scared me. And I was like, oh my God, what's happening? (laughs) And now through therapy and through talking with him a lot, we realize it's exciting. It's we get to reintroduce ourselves and be curious about each other and learn new things. And in the last few weeks, we've really committed to that more and more. It's been great. It's been so nice to have him understand my new learnings about myself and to talk about astrology because now I'm really into astrology and have him share his thoughts on the summer I turned pretty because I absolutely love that show now and vice versa, like have him share some of his, you know, patient care and what he's been learning and how he's stepped up in different ways and become this leader. And for me to see him in this new light, like I think at the hospital, it consumes a lot of his life, which is a whole separate topic, but he has learned so much from having that experience. He's really stepped up and he won the award for best intern in his class. And he's done amazing surgeries and gotten great feedback from patients. And that type of evolution for him is exciting for me to share and to, to see. So once we stopped freaking out that we weren't in step any longer and instead saw it as a way for us to offer and bring new things to the table, it became fun and exciting and added a level of mystery to an otherwise very clear relationship. We know everything about each other and now we don't, and that's exciting. So that's part of the change evolution growth that I've seen as, as positive. I think the biggest challenge for me with going through your own self evolution without anyone else is, is the loss of who you were and the type of support you once felt. So Luke knew me so well where he could predict what I was going to do next. And there was a comfort in that. He knew what would impact me. He knew what would make me feel sad. What scene in a movie would make me cry. There was a comfort in that. Like he knew me like the back of his hand. And now it's a little scary. It's like, I don't know what I'll need for support. And I don't know. I'm going to walk into this new environment as my new self. And I don't know how I'm going to react. And it's just been a learning lesson for both of us to know how to be a loving, caring partner to one another because we are we are different. And the same with friendships. I think I found enjoyment from certain topics and enjoyed certain conversations and certain activities that I just don't any longer. And I don't have the time to. And setting boundaries in those ways are tough because I'm distancing myself from friends that I thought would be forever friends. And friendships are hard in that way because we're all going through our own thing. And there's a frustration there when you distance from a close friend. You're like, oh, did they do something wrong? Did I do something wrong? Or is it an outside force? Or is it just that we're changing? That's that's tough. Um, because I was such a relationship, big group mentality type of person. And I've come to peace with it after this year. That was, that was a big learning lesson for me is sometimes people aren't meant for you long-term and sometimes you grow in a different way. And I value the growth and change and learning that I've had over this last year so much that I'm not willing to go backwards 
and be who I quote unquote was. I'm no longer that version. I am this version. And if I'm not who you want to surround yourself with, great, totally fair. That's my new mentality. And protecting my version of self, my peace, what I know to be true, my loves, my interests, my passions. And I think a part of me was like, are you too old to have this? Like you're married and you had a life path and you were on it. You were doing it. It's like, now you're like, hold up. Nope. (laughs) I'm going to take a right turn, go down a completely different path and be a new person. Right. Um, I questioned that throughout this process of like, am I doing this wrong? It's like, this is hard and this is sad. And I'm revisiting old pains and healing them. And I don't like that feeling. And I need time away because it's so overwhelming that the things that I'm thinking through and yeah, I was just questioning it. And now I'm like, ah, I had to do that. That's so important. It's so special to take a right turn and to go through these hard, bumpy roads and carve your own path and how exciting that there's no, no next step. And there's no plan. Like that's why we started this whole freaking podcast because we have no plan. It's like, that's what I wanted. I wanted the unplanned free life. And I'm starting to embody that more and live that type of life more. And yeah, it's scary at times, but it's, it's mainly really, really exciting. I think a piece of me just wants to recognize my old self and grieve that loss of that relationship. I knew me so well. <laughs> I knew who I wanted to be with. I knew who I wanted to surround myself with all that. I just knew myself. And now this new self is new. So I don't know it as well. And yeah, I'm just trying to frame it up as exciting and an adventure and to stay curious about myself because it has been really worthwhile and I feel much more grounded and aware and present than I ever have. And I feel much more alive, quite honestly, than I ever have. It's almost like I feel like awake. I'm like aware and I like deep conversations and different things inspire me. And I feel like that's, that's where I want to live. That's what I want to do right now. And people will get on board. The right people will get on board. And that is what I'm learning. I'm learning that the right people who are meant to be in my life are here and they see me and they recognize the growth and they love the growth. And they're like, Oh my God, love that. Love that. And it feels authentic and real and all that good stuff. I think the other, the fear with change is also your, the outside perception of it, right? Like how are other people going to see me? Are they going to look and laugh? And I have been very aware of how others perceived me because again, I was in this group mentality for so, so long and wanting to blend in and be one, one and the same with everyone else. So I was like, always aware of what people thought of me. And that's scary to me because a part of this evolution and change that I've gone through is I like to, my form of expression is talking about things and podcasting and posting on social media and posting blog posts and being vocal feeling seen, being seen. 
and that's, yeah, it's scary. It's like, okay, I'm putting myself out there in a new way. And I know certain people are looking at me right now and being like, who is that? And I have to learn to be okay with it. And I am, I'm learning to be okay with it. Um, my amazing friend, Brooke, who I hope will come on this podcast, sent me this text last night. And she was like, you know, you're one of those friends that I felt really open to share my, my real self with and play and express. And I was like, that is the nicest fucking compliment anyone could give me. That is how I want to show up for other people now is to be that safe space for them to be and play and create because no one's meant to be the same. And I love looking at people who are dynamic and are able to change and grow in really unique, unexpected ways. And I love that for myself. I love that I'm evolving in unexpected ways that I didn't even expect of myself and that I've changed and grown in this, in this direction where I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even realize this would be so exciting to me. And it is. And the more that I feel confident in that, and I get validating messages from amazing friends like Brooke the more I realize this is right for me and the right people will be surrounded by with me on this path. And I'm not going to be alone forever. And it's all going to work out. It's all working out for me. Right. That affirmation that I hear on TikTok all the time. It's everything is always working out for me, but the more I was, I'm saying that and feeling that and affirming that for myself, the more I actually do see that, like it is, it is true. And I value myself and my own evolution and me more than I ever have. And that's not selfish. That's not selfish. And let them think what they want to think. And I never want to be old, too old to try and to play and to create. And it is interesting. I was so mature and so quote unquote, typical, like adult for so much of my life. And now as I'm getting older, I'm actually becoming more childlike and free and enjoying silly things and liking young adult shows and not like the horror films that I once loved the documentaries and the foreign films that I would watch in college. Like I actually like the mainstream young adult TV shows. Now it's just funny how that can happen. You can change and you can actually become younger and there's no one definition of adulthood. That's a beautiful thing. I love that I'm more free spirited and open and honest and, and, I hope others can feel open to play and discover who it is that they are and be that safe space for people. Like ask them, what are, what do you want out of life? And how, how can I support that? And this is so amazing when they share some passion of theirs, no matter how weird it is, like there's no weird passion. Self-evolution is cool. Time alone is cool. Figuring out who you are and what you want to be amazing. Starting a new path, forging your own, taking a right or left turn on your road instead of staying to the same street, doing the same thing with the same people and the same style and the same vibe. Listen, if that's for you, that's for you, but it is okay to not do that. It's okay. It's safe. And the right people will be around you cheering you on and the rest will stay on that same road. And good, good for them. You can wave to them from your path. It's not better or worse. It's just different. And I think I'm realizing how important it is to to say that and to be like, I'm on a different path. So maybe I will write a thing (laughs) 
one day about my year of change because I really do feel like I've learned a lot and it's and it's multifaceted. But we'll end it there. We'll end it there for today. And I'm excited to update you guys because there's a lot of exciting stuff coming up for both Emily and I. I have another big life change coming up soon that I will share eventually. We so appreciate you guys listening to PS We Have No Plan. It's one of my most favorite forms of self-expression is talking and sharing stories and sharing conversations between Emily and I online. Never thought that would be something that would interest me, but it is. And it's amazing every time I get a text from a friend or a DM from anyone saying that they've listened to an episode, that is just like the coolest thing ever. So thank you for listening. We post a new episode every Thursday. We are PS. We have no plan across all social medias. We also have a blog PS. We have no plan.com slash blog. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope this was a fun episode of me just ranting about change and self and therapy and life. Um, And if you want to hear more of these, let us know until then we'll talk to you soon. I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains. The birds sang too. And they said, this is a